Welcome to podcast number 176 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. We have been on a series dealing with dreams, and we'll be going back to that series next. But because we're approaching Veterans Day, I would like to do a couple of podcasts to help our veterans get some direction and help all of us see how we can be of help and benefit to them as they've given so much for our country and for our freedom. So with this, let's pray and ask for God's special touch. Heavenly Father, once again, I thank you for this time that we're together. I pray now a blessing upon this podcast and all those who are listening in. I now invite the Holy Spirit to come in and take control, take charge, and do what only He can do. If this message is anointed by the Holy Spirit, it will change lives. It will touch lives. So I ask you to move in. Take control of this microphone. Take control of my thoughts and my preparation. Bless those who are listening in, and I pray that they would receive something that our country could gather together and do something for our veterans in a very special way. Thank you for this opportunity. And Lord, I know that as we return to the topics on dreams next week, that you'll bless us as we move forward with this message to help our veterans. We thank you for it now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. In this podcast, I have a goal to offer help to all veterans and those who know a veteran are associated with them in one way or another. Those who served in combat and non-combat areas, I desire to offer help to any veteran who is challenged with physical or mental issues. As a veteran who served in Vietnam in 1967 and 68, I have experienced post-traumatic stress disorder and life-threatening cancers due to exposure to the herbicide Agent Orange. Because of that, a few years ago, my wife encouraged me to write a book dealing with my life. And so the first book that I wrote is entitled Vietnam, A Young Man's Journey. And it has to do with the life in America before I went into Vietnam, while I was there, and when I came back. I think a lot of people will relate to that because America had a difficult time accepting our veterans when they came back from Vietnam. And it was a war that should never have been fought. And all those lives that were given, approaching now nearly 60,000 lives were given in order to fight that war in Vietnam. So I wrote another book after that because I came down with cancer. It was brought on by Agent Orange Exposure. And that book is entitled Vietnam II, The Impact of Agent Orange and PTSD. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but this is not really something to try and sell books. It's something just to tell you there are helps that are out there. And if you're interested in those, I'll talk about them at the very end of today's podcast. Now, these challenges that our veterans have experienced, PTSD and exposure to Agent Orange and to the other challenges that have taken place with our veterans who served in Afghanistan and Iraq and Korea and all these other places, many of them had physical injuries that took place. They've lost limbs and they've given up so much of their life to help our country. The challenges that I received have given me a desire to help other veterans who have suffered so greatly with PTSD or physical issues. During my research of veterans who need help, I discovered that over 9 million U.S. veterans have enrolled in the Veterans Administration and are eligible to receive health care at the VA centers. Now let me show you the needs of our veterans right now. And this will get into scriptures in just a moment to talk about what we can do to help our veterans. I have a ministry at our church. It's entitled Vets Helping Vets so that I can help the veterans receive information so they can reach out to other veterans that they may know so that we can bring help to them. So let me give you some information that I discovered about our veterans. The Veterans Administration reports that 50% of all vets may have mental health issues that are 
or will be or can be treated by the Veterans Administration. 14% to 16% of all Afghanistan and Iraq veterans have PTSD or depression of some type or another. Between 11 and 20%, I know that's a broad range, but that's what they gave me. Between 11 and 20% of veterans experience PTSD in a given year, and that's very probably a very low number. Veterans have five times greater chance of major depression than civilians in the United States of America. Now, let's look at a positive side for our veterans because help is found in God's Word. If we look at Psalm 46 and 1, and I've used this often to help people and try and give them comfort when they're going through difficult times. It's in the New Living Translation. It says that God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Now that's great news for our Christian veterans. So if you're going through a challenge, going through a difficult time, I would encourage you to get that scripture, read it into your life, and receive it, and it's your promise from God the Father. Now if you're not a Christian, then that may be a challenge for you. You may not understand that. You see, when I was inducted into the army, I was not a follower of Jesus Christ. However, I asked the veterans to write Christian on my dog tag. That was the identification tag that we wore around our necks. And it just simply said Christian. And so they changed it to Lutheran because I was attending the Lutheran church. But at the time, I had never given my life to Jesus Christ and accepted him as my Lord and Savior. During my year in Vietnam, I would ask God to help get me through a difficult time or a great challenge that I was having. I can remember when I would go out at night to help with securing our perimeter and I'd be by myself. It was pitch black and I I was alone. I could hear noises in the jungle and sounds of mice or rats running around me. On occasions, a sniper fire would hit the ground or a tree nearby. Not a lot of it, but occasionally that would come in. It only takes one sniper shot for you to become very uncomfortable sitting out there and in the dark. Now, please don't think that I'm telling you I have some incredible war story about how difficult I had it because far more individuals who served in Vietnam had it a lot worse than I did. The reason I'm telling you this story is to tell you how I handled it as someone who did not receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, when a challenge would happen or I would be kind of afraid out there in that surrounding area outside our compound, that is when I would say something like this, God, if you are there, please protect me and I promise you that I'll go to church somewhere and find a place to have a service. Well, don't laugh because that's the only way that I knew how to pray. Yet with all of that, I refused to surrender my life to Jesus Christ. It was over four years after I returned from Vietnam before I received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. The military says, listen to this, that 69% of all veterans are Christians. Now, I don't know how many veterans today have given their heart to Jesus Christ, but we can assume that the majority have not. Our first goal is to lead as many veterans to Jesus as possible so they can accept him. And if they're going through a challenge, they'll have someone to help them, someone who'll be a very present help in times of trouble and times of trial. So with that, if you are a veteran, you're listening in, and you've not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer with me because now is the time to get this settled. Say, Father, I'm sorry for the sins that I've committed. I repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I receive Jesus Christ now as my Lord and Savior, and I promise that I'm going to serve him all the days of my life in Jesus' name. Now, if you prayed that prayer, that's all you need to do, and mean it in your heart. Find yourself a good church. Find yourself a Bible-teaching church that will bring you the good news of Jesus Christ. 
Christ and will tell you that you've got to give your life to Christ in order to serve him, in order to make it to heaven. With that, you need to get a good Bible too. I would suggest reading the New Living Translation. It's very comfortable to read. It's easy to read, but it's very real and exact as as everything that was recorded in the original King James Version. That's a little harder to understand today. So with that, I'm going to move on now and talk a little bit more about how we can give help to our veterans. In my book entitled Vietnam II, The Impact of Agent Orange and PTSD, I have several chapters that give suggestions on where to receive help with physical or mental needs. Now, God's Word has a plethora of scriptures that will provide spiritual help. Here are a few of them found in my book on pages 134 and 135. Please excuse the personal reference of my book. You don't need to buy my book to get help to people, but these scriptures will be of great value to people. Now see, the Word of God has numerous references on how we can get help with stress or anxiety. So here's a couple of them. In John chapter 14, in verse 27, in the New Living Translation, it says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace, of mind and heart, and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give, so don't be troubled or afraid. You see, Jesus is giving us a gift of peace, and he talks about that in a way that some people, times we can't understand that or relate to it when we're going through a lot of challenges, a lot of difficult times. See, the peace that God gives us is the peace of God that passes all understanding, and that peace will guard our heart and our mind in Christ Jesus. So if you're going through a lot of challenges right now, a lot of difficulties, I would encourage you now to get that scripture Read it, make it a part of your life. Maybe put it on a little three by five card. Maybe all of these scriptures and write them out. Keep them in front of you. That'll give you help. And those of you who are not experiencing trials and challenges because of your experiences in the military, you could write those down and give them to veterans and encourage them that these are words of comfort. And then in the book of Psalms, in Psalm number 94, verse 19, the New Living Translation, it says this, When doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. You see, when I was in Vietnam and I didn't know Jesus Christ, Christ is my Lord and Savior. I didn't know that scripture. I didn't know that there was some kind of help and comfort that was available. One of the things I regret in serving in Vietnam was that I was not a believer. I was not a follower of Jesus Christ. And because of that, I wasn't able to help people, to encourage them in the Word of God and comfort that could have given them some help and direction. Here's another scripture I think that's helpful when you're dealing with various challenges in our life. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28 in the New Living Translation. Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens and I will give you rest. You see, here we go again. More advice, more help, more comfort for those who are going through various trials. No, even though this podcast has to do with the veterans and the things that they're going through, these scriptures relate to us in our regular life, in our civilian life, whether we ever served or did not serve in the military. These are all scriptures that'll bless you. So if you're going through trials and difficulties, then get these scriptures, write them down, keep them in front of you, and be encouraged by them. And here's the last scripture I'm going to use, I think, in this particular podcast. It's found in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, wounding, wound up in the New Living Translation, written by the Apostle Paul to the church in Philippi. Here's what Paul said, and he was anointed by the Holy Spirit to say these words, don't worry about anything. You know, if we could just get those words, don't worry about anything in our heart, in our mind, it'll help us whatever we're going through, whether we're a veteran or whether we're not, whether you know someone who else is going through difficulties and challenges, let's just trust God to help us not to worry about anything. Paul went on to write, instead, pray about everything. So there's the instructions that we need to give help to others and to give help to our own life. And that is we won't worry about anything as much or at all if we pray about everything. And here it says, tell God 
what you need and thank him for all he has done. Many times when we have a prayer request, we tell God, Lord, I need this or I need help from that. And we'd stop and don't thank him for what he's done in our life. If you've given your life to Jesus Christ and you can thank him for salvation, for the promise of eternity and of peace, you can thank him even when you're going through your challenges. Then Paul wrote here, then you will experience God's peace. Now that's a whole different realm of peace than what we can experience in our life. And until we know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we will not have the comfort of the Holy Spirit to help us understand God's peace. And it says here, which exceeds anything we can understand. You know, you can have peace with God's word and a relationship with Jesus just because you have that relationship with Christ. And the Holy Spirit dwells in you, the Bible tells us, and you can have peace. And it says here, his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So if you're going through anything difficult, the Holy Spirit will guard. He'll put a protection around you and in front of you and he'll guard our heart so it doesn't go deep into our heart and he'll guard our minds so even the thoughts won't come in. We'll have peace that passes all understanding. That scripture means so much to me because I pray that every single day before I go to bed at night. I thank God. I just say, Lord, I thank you that my wife and I have the peace of God that passes all understanding and it will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. You see, that's a promise that God has given us and I want you to receive that promise now. Now, these passages of scriptures have carried me through many difficult times in my life. Yes, I was challenged with PTSD when I came back from Vietnam. However, my wife and I dealt with it through our faith in God's word. She would tell me that I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I'd be sweating. I'd be miserable. She said I even have my hands in a certain position pointing like maybe I was holding a rifle or a gun or something. And she would get out of bed and get away from me because she didn't know if I was going to do something goofy. I never did. But she said I'd sit up in bed perspiring. I was having nightmares. I was having visions and things that came into my mind that was there when I served in Vietnam. I was not a believer in Jesus Christ at that time. That went on for a few years, but thankfully about four years later, we gave our hearts to Jesus Christ. Both my wife and I did. And when we did, the PTSD left me. It absolutely left me. The nightmares ended. It was all over. And I thank God for the peace of God that will guard my heart and guard my mind in Christ Jesus. And he will do that for you if you're a veteran struggling with post-traumatic traumatic stress disorder. Serving in the military is difficult for veterans and their families. Allow me to read something that I wrote a few years ago that I think might be a blessing to those who are veterans or those who know veterans and those maybe who lived in the same home as one who's come back from combat zone. War is described as literally as hell on earth. War is always the result of someone wanting what someone else possesses. President Dwight D. Eisenhower said this about war. He said, I hate war as only a soldier who has lived it can, only as one who has seen its brutality and stupidity. You see, the depth of our loss from foreign wars will never be understood. Think of the number of young men and women who lost their lives. How many could have been doctors? nurses, scientists, inventors, pastors, teachers, social workers, volunteers, or even great world leaders. This podcast is focused on the challenges facing veterans from exposure to Agent Orange and post-traumatic stress disorder. I honor all veterans in every branch of service. We are facing turbulent times in America. We live in a world filled with crisis. In America, moral values are declining daily. Our country is in constant political stress. Many of our new laws are in direct contrast to biblical values and morality. Most high school and college students are being taught a new morality. They are told by their professors 
There are no absolutes in life. These educators teach our youth there are no right or wrong decisions to make. Premarital sex is common with many of our youth. Drug abuse, in addition to pornography, is destroying the minds of millions of young people. Freedom of speech, freedom to bear arms, freedom to support what our faith teaches, and freedom to choose what we believe is moral are all under attack. Thankfully, we are blessed to live in the land of the free. Our veterans have left the comfort of their family and homes to fight for the freedom of others. Their sacrifices are immeasurable and cannot be repaid. American veterans have suffered physical and emotional tragedies. Some have sacrificed their life to save the lives of others. You know, it's said that 22 veterans a day commit suicide. In the United States of America, that is not only sad, but it's something that we need to take on and to do what we can to help veterans stop taking the life that God has given them. Because of our veterans and God's grace, we have freedom of speech in America, freedom to assemble, freedom to protest, freedom to pursue our dreams. My prayer today is that Americans will appreciate what our veterans have done. Americans must help in any way they're able to assist those who have so sacrificially helped them to live in a free country. There are many ways we can help our veterans. When we see someone wearing a baseball cap with the branch of service that they served in, you know, as simple as this, you could just simply look at them and say, thank you for your service. Just simple. I don't wear my baseball cap very often that has the military on it. Occasionally I do at a veterans meeting or a veterans breakfast or luncheon that I have. But whenever I see someone with a, especially the Vietnam veteran baseball cap on, I usually go up to them and saying, thank you for your service and welcome home because Vietnam veterans need to hear that, especially them welcome home because back then it wasn't the most wonderful welcome. And in addition to that, any other veterans that I see, I like to thank them for their service and just let them know that God is with them and God's going to bless them and help them. Now, let me give you a list of things that I've made. I think that can be helpful, especially when we are looking in ways that we can help our veterans. I think I've written five or six of them down. Let's just go through them. We need to have a positive attitude towards the veterans that we see. Our churches need to offer the following help for our vets. Number one, have an active veterans ministry in every church. See, if you do not have many veterans in your church, then help other veterans in other ministries in your area. Many times when you don't have a lot of veterans, it's easy to bypass it. But just simply at Veterans Day alone, just say thank you for your service and acknowledge them and greet them can do an awful lot to heal them. Number two, recognize our veterans every year on November 11th, Veterans Day. Now, of course, that doesn't always fall on a Sunday, but usually the Sunday before is when most churches try to do something to recognize. I can remember when I pastored the church with my wife, we did something before Veterans Day every year, and we would bring statues to life. Now, what does that mean? Well, if you've ever been to Washington, D.C., and you've seen the monuments and the statue of soldiers who served in Korea or served in Vietnam or any other war, World War II, whatever it might be, you can think of, just for a second, think of the statue that's there by the Vietnam Wall. There are three soldiers. They're in bronze, and the three of them are standing beside each other. And so what we would do is we would have pictures of those on the screen that we would put up. And then on the platform on our stage, we would have three men dressed in the military uniforms in the day of Vietnam. Because I was a Vietnam veteran, I knew what to get. We would go around to various surplus stores and get all the 
equipment, all the canteens and the belts and the helmets and the boots and all the equipment that Vietnam soldiers wore. And we would dress these men up in the uniforms and then we would have all of their costumes sprayed to look like it was bronze. We would even go so far as to put something on their face to make it look bronze. And my wife found something they could put in their mouth, swash it around. And when they spoke, because they would come to life, you could see that it, their teeth looked bronze. I know it might sound a little weird to you, but it was very, very powerful. And then as I would introduce the Vietnam Wall and introduce the soldiers who served their life, we would say, I would wonder what was on the mind of these soldiers when they're serving in Vietnam. Did they know Jesus? Were they away from family? What was it? And so at that time, then one of the soldiers would walk off of the platform and out and would talk about what life was like not knowing Jesus and serving Vietnam. Another one would step forward, then he would talk about missing his wife and children who were back in America, and he was just praying that God would get him home because he was a believer. And the other one would get up and talk about his family. It was very powerful. We would then invite literally hundreds of people from all over our community, people who went to veteran centers to assisted living facilities for veterans in various places and bring them in and have our members in our church bring in veterans and put on a big production there in the church. The goal was to let veterans know that we love them and the statues were to show them that this is what they went through when they were there. Many men said they related to what these young men said when they came forth and those those living statues, they came alive and they spoke about their life. Is very powerful. Now, you don't have to do anything that dramatic, but bottom line, we should do something on Veterans Day each and every year to honor our veterans and do something very special for them. By the way, we would have dozens and dozens of people who would lift up their hand to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior on that day. It was very powerful, and it's something that I remember very fondly, and I know that God blessed it in a very special way. If you don't want to do some kind of production like that, Pastor can just simply speak on the sacrifice that our veterans faced and how God was there to help them. Here's number three that we should probably have in our churches. Visit a veterans hospital or assisted living center. Now here in Phoenix, we're a big city, so we have hospitals and we have clinics for veterans, a number of them, and we have assisted living facilities. They just built a beautiful brand new one in downtown Phoenix area, and I believe that it's a great place to go and just visit these guys, and you can just go by and and encourage them and tell them thank you for your service and welcome home and make them feel that they're appreciated. And it's something that we can do more than just on Veterans Day, but maybe just once a year have a ministry in your church that would go in and encourage these guys. Maybe just write notes to them from the church. Do something to reach out to them. Number four, invite the mayor of your city and maybe the council members on the city and bring them in so we have a day to honor our veterans and let the mayor say something kind to the people who are attending your church. Number five, find the needs of veterans in your community and help them get help from the Veterans Administration. You know, a day doesn't go by that someone doesn't tell me that there's a veteran they know who's going through some kind of a challenge. I started a ministry in our church called Vets Helping Vets. And the reason I started that was because I felt that many times veterans are looking for help and they're going out to get help just for themselves. But I'm trying to teach veterans and tell them that if you know how to get help for what you're going through, then what you've learned you can share with another veteran. So we 
we send information to each other, pass on information to each other to help vets, help veterans. And I believe it's being blessed and I believe it's something that could take place in any church and not even in the church, just simply as an individual, there's a way that we can find help for veterans. Number six, pray for our active military. We need to have constant prayer for those who are serving in our military. I know when we talk about veterans, a lot of people don't realize that there's active military that are out there and we think more about the veterans. But bottom line, we've got to remember that we have an active military right now. The military has gone down in size, but we still have troops that are stationed all over the world. And we have Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force, Coast Guard, all these people who need help and need prayer. So we need to constantly be in prayer and think about those things that God can use in his word to bless them and ways that you can bless the military in your community. You know, it's one thing to say, pray for him, but it's another thing to pray. So I can't go any further in this podcast without praying for a military and praying for those of you who are listening in. Father, I thank you that we can come to you with every need that we have. And we have a need in America today when we know that 22 veterans are committing suicide every day in this nation, something must be done about it. So Lord, help us to understand what our role can be, how we can do something, whether it's just writing a letter to our congressman or our senator and telling them to give help. Lord, I know that America is doing more today for veterans than they ever have. And there's a lot of new things happening and a lot of focus on them. But Lord, there's so much more yet to be done. And I just pray that you would bless and protect those who are in active service right now. Lord, may your hand be upon them. Those who are in areas where there's possible combat taking place, areas where there's been battles, areas where there's a lot of frustration over America than other nations in this world. And Lord, there's a lot of countries who love us, but Father, we need pray for our active military who are stationed all around this world. I pray that their families would be provided for. I pray that our nation would wake up and provide the needs and the services that our veterans need, our active military need, and the families of those, Father, of former veterans and those who are currently active. I thank you for it. And I believe, Lord, something's going to take place just from this podcast that maybe if we just get two or three or a hundred or 200 people who'll make a difference in their community to reach out to veterans, then this podcast will be well worth the time that we've spent. And Lord, I think back earlier in this mess, in this podcast, when I had people pray to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I thank you for that. I thank you that the Holy Spirit quickened in my heart to do it at that time. And I pray that those who gave their life to Christ will find a good church, will get into the word of God and seek you, Lord, each and every day. Thank you, God, for this opportunity. Thank you for the blessings that have taken place in this podcast and how you've given me things to share with others. And I pray now that you'd bless the upcoming podcasts that we're going to be doing here in the next day or so that has to do with what is available to veterans. And Lord, help me to put together a podcast message that'll give tools and give things and place in the hands of those who need help. Father, thank you once again for this time. And I lift up those who are listening in. If they're going through struggles, whether they're veterans or not, and they're going through challenges in their life, I pray, Lord, that they would take the scriptures that I used earlier. Father, scriptures that gave them hope. Father, where we prayed through Psalm 46, 1, where God is a very present help in times of trouble, where the apostles spoke to us in the book of Philippians, and he said that we should pray for peace, the peace that passes all understanding that will guard our heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So I pray blessings on all those, Lord, who are listening in, who are going through various challenges and difficulties in their life. Thank you, Lord, for this podcast. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity I have once a year to do something special for our veterans, and I give you praise for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I want to thank you for listening in today, and I want to encourage you 
you to reach out to a veteran. I hope that there's been a blessing here for some of you. Some, maybe the veteran message didn't do much for you because you don't know of a veteran or you're not connected with anyone. Well, that would be easy to take care of you. Just reach out. All you have to do is look at the stores you shop in or the gas stations where you get your gas. From time to time, you'll see veterans. Usually they're the elderly ones wearing the baseball cap that says they served in the Air Force, the Army, the Marines, or the Navy, or the Coast Guard, or whatever it might be. I pray that you'd reach out to them. If you would like to get additional information on the teachings that we do in Quality Christian Living, even though we're doing a couple sessions now for veterans, we are going back into our series on dreams, and we'll be doing that in this upcoming podcast in just a couple of days. So with that, I hope that you'll uh, check into that. In addition to that, you can go to my webpage if you'd like to get information that I have on this topic and others. You can go to davidcfriendauthor.com, and when you get to that webpage, you'll see a link to all the podcasts that I've done. So there's podcasts of 176 of them now, and you can look for one that'll please you, something that'll bless you. We've talked about topics such as faith and the gifts of the Spirit and operating in the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. We've talked about how to get out of debt. We've talked about how to live a life filled with blessing and how to prosper in all things, even as our soul prospers. So with that, I pray that'll be a blessing to you. If you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going into cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So thank you once again for listening in. Pray that this has been a blessing to you. Share it with a veteran. And if you would like to hear other messages on the veterans I've that messages that I've given before, I believe there are approximately 10 messages that I did many months ago to help veterans with their challenges. So thank you so much for tuning in today. So I'd like to close with these words for you. May you be blessed and may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you in your dreams and your desires. And I want to thank you for listening in. God bless you.